0: Crystal here. How are you? So I've got a hot sale for you if you haven't already heard. Right now, we have our brand new Cognition class on sale for only $24.99, which will include a 30-minute audio that is jam-packed with information on how your super sense is here to guide you and align you to your authority, as well as integration tools and a bonus meditation at the end with a bunch of other information packed in between. This also includes a 20-page workbook and guidebook that accompanies your audio. I mean, this is a deal that I wish I would have had before finding um, the information that I received from Ra-Uruhu. And again, this is all foundational information from Ra-Uruhu that is translated into a more digestible way, as if I was speaking to my children and explaining to them their super sense. And we also have right now our determination class, also on sale for only $15.99. I mean, these are very affordable prices, and this includes a 20-minute audio that also has a 14-page workbook and guidebook to help accompany you to understanding your unique eating style. If you would like more information on what these classes entail, you can go to our website at humandesignastro.com and either grab your copy right now before the sale ends the sale will end on December 25th just so you're aware that you only have a little bit of time left so for my emotionals ride that wave out for a little bit longer if you need to and if you have any questions don't hesitate to email or dm Leah and I you can find the link to our website in the show notes below have a wonderful rest of your day and enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. I hope you enjoy our attire. If you're watching, <laughs> if you're listening to this through our podcast, then you need to go to our YouTube channel because you don't know what you're missing right now. Um, <laughs> I think Leah will make you feel the most, <laughs> <one>. <laughs> um, but we all, we're very, all I'll say is if you're, if you're just listening to this on the podcast is we're very festive right now for Halloween. We decided mm-hmm. to just go all out. We have two Aquarius here, <sighs> I have Aquarius and Jupiter in the first house at gate 10 Wait, Arlen, do you have gate 10? No, you have gate 34. Leah, you have gate 10. Yeah,
1: okay. we're weird.
0: We're just weird. We're just That's weird. Right. We're, there's a lot of weird nice. things happening. We haven't even gotten started yet. So we have no idea what's about to happen. <laughs> um, maybe we'll do a brief intro to introduce the, our intro here. So there's lots of intros. Prepare you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we are doing, this is our first ever interview and we decided to record it. For YouTube so this will be actually our first YouTube video that like other than a little bloopers reel that if you missed that go back and check that out but this is going to be our first like actual interview slash human design astrology video video <laughs> I was looking for a different word but it's okay oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the word was that so it doesn't matter okay. <laughs> so we hope you enjoy this 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 show. Um, we're going to be going over Arlen's life through the lens of human design and astrology. So I would definitely recommend to pull out your body graph right now if you don't already have it, and go to my mybodygraph.com, um, or you can go to geneticmatrix.com and you can get your chart. Um, all you need is your birth information. And you can follow along and see anything that we're going to point out through human design. And then you can also look up your astrology as well and see, um, if you have any, anything to relate to us on, I feel like when I was first starting my human design journey, and even now I love just going to look for people that have similar, um, aspects as me. So I can see do, is that playing out on both sides? It's kind of fun. So, yeah. Yeah. So hello Arlen. Hello. <laughs> that long-winded <laughs> introduction there. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. I'm really excited for this. I, I was I was pumped this morning. I had to get like my identity on. Are we are all we're all <laughs> defined defined G centers? So we all yeah. Do you feel yeah. like do you <laughs> feel like the two of you, do you feel like you're living your your, your best
1: self right now, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I did. I texted Crystal before this. I had my Vikings outfit on, and I'm like doing laundry in my front loader, and I was just laughing about like the the hilarity of me dressing in like the the, eight, the 800s attire, where they probably didn't even wash their clothes, and here yeah. I'm like front loading my laundry. <laughs> but I don't know. I like like doing fun stuff, and I'm learning. Crystal yeah, like taught me how to do. Makeup, even though this isn't like professional it's halloween makeup what did you use yeah. there oh you know like those sticks of halloween makeup
0: <laughs> oh like actually okay yeah that was
1: yeah. like the sh- kids right. stuff
0: the kids <laughs> <laughs> in Ireland. just so if oh wait did you tell everybody what you are just in case they can't hear they can't see you
1: oh i am a viking okay. warrior princess something yeah. I don't have my sword I don't have a sword yet oh. maybe I should get an axe or something instead yeah, I, think I feel like one. that was more that time
0: yeah axe. Yeah. axe that sounds good and Arlen, <laughs> let us know what you're what what let, let the audience know what you're wearing in case they can't see you right now <laughs>
2: <laughs> um I am a gypsy so I've got lots and lots of jewelry on um and I don't know why I've just I've had, I have to show you my skirt, yeah. um, which for oh, the wow. first of the podcast people, but oh I literally, I've oh had my- this skirt since I was six. What? No. <laughs> oh. That's
1: there crazy. Are so
2: many holes in it.
1: Oh, it's so <laughs> pretty. How does it fit you?
2: I'm c- so we like. So it's got a drawstring. So like oh. when I was six, it like was really drawn tight. <laughs>
1: That's perfect. Wow!
2: See, so yeah, I've had this. I've been a gypsy a lot in my life. It was either gypsy or a witch. Like I switch back and forth between those two all the time.
0: Yeah, I feel. I feel you yeah, on that. I feel also as Sagittarius, sun with five planets in Sagittarius. I feel like a very like I'm like the wanderer, like because I'm like trying to like discover everything but then I'm also like the alchemist and the witch which is what I am today I'm a little upset mm-hmm. because I had bought a new hat and I was really hoping it was going to come in by this time but it did not <laughs> so this was my mm-hmm. old hat
1: but it's still really cute
0: thank you yeah I'm going to go out later like this just, <laughs> just to eat love it and I mean I feel like this I is think you'll fit in
2: it's Asheville, right? Like I think you'll fit in.
0: <laughs> yeah, I it's true. But Asheville, unless well, Henderson. We also go to Hendersonville, and that that area is like a mixed breed. It's like eight fifteen. You have both extremes. You have the mm-hmm. you have the super hippie people, like with crazy crazy hair, and then you have like <laughs> the conservatives people that are very <laughs> conservative, and like they're probably looking at each other like, mm. yeah. Anywho, um, so <laughs> let's, let's just like dive right in. So how we're going to do this is we're going to, again, interview Arlen about her human design. Let's go ahead and share what you are. So do you want to share Arlen what you are or would you like us to? Um, I can do it. Okay. Um,
2: do you want my, uh, like Aquarius signs and all that? I mean, yeah. my, sign everything. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm a 3-6 self-projected projector. Um, And then I have my sun is in Aquarius. My moon is in Pisces. And my rising is Sagittarius.
0: Oh, so you're definitely the gypsy. I didn't even know (laughs) Mm -hmm. your rising was Sagittarius. And then Pisces too. I feel like all of those signs together are like the gypsy. That's like the epitome of the gypsies, like...
2: (laughs) The more I look into my stuff, the more I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I feel like I've definitely the, the outcast, the one that kind of stands a little bit to the side, you know, has things to say that people don't necessarily agree with, but eventually they
0: come around. So
2: she's about 10 years down the road,
0: 43, which I, I share with you and Leah gives us the full channel. And I feel like. And you can tell me if you feel the same, Marlon, with having, this is like our friendship gate here. Like, I feel like my whole life, I like have seen the future and that I'll tell people the future or like even like their future self or like their fullest potential. And then they'll be like, excuse me, I I didn't, I didn't ask for that. (laughs) Didn't ask for that opinion. Didn't ask for your insight. You were not (laughs) invited into that realm. (laughs) Can you, relate, can you relate to that? Yeah,
2: I can. I can definitely relate to that. I also have a lot of, I, I have this one friend that's usually like, I don't understand how you know this stuff.
0: Yeah. And that it's too. always
2: so on point for my life and I just absolutely love it. And I'm like, I, I didn't say anything out of the norm.
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's also very project- projector too. I feel, and that's why it's a projected mm-hmm. gate and also channel because- It's like projectors really do see the future. Like you guys can see like almost like the fullest potential of humanity because you guys are able to see almost how to like, it's almost like, I feel like you guys are here to organize us especially for my, for the jet, you're like, honestly, you guys are here to organize the generators. Let's be real. I got two projectors here. <laughs> I, I feel like half the time I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And I'm like, yeah, I need you to kind of like, just pick me up and then just like place me where I need, it's like, almost like, Like that person, like if you could like a giant that could see a person like running, like on like going the wrong way, and then they just like pick them up (laughs) by their shirt and then move them and be like, and that's your correct path over there. That's like,
1: like, come on, come over here.
0: (laughs) Hold on, you're the wrong way. Just let me (laughs) take you. But the thing is is that you really need that invitation, right? To be able to do that. So let's talk about that for a second. Like How do you feel about the invitation let's just ask let me just ask that question it's really hard (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you're also Mm -hmm. also let tell everybody how long you've been in your experiment for uh well it's almost
2: november so about 10 to 11 months
0: okay so almost a year which that's i think the first year is like brutal Yeah, (laughs) like that's the year that you honestly are just like whoa like the it's like the first time you look at your chart you're like hold on a second you're telling me this is me this yeah this is this I remember this person like this is me like as a child almost I feel like when you look at your human design chart and then if you refer back to those memories you're like okay I used to do this 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 and this and now I'm doing this this okay, so you're telling me everything I'm doing right now is wrong. <laughs> and I need to get back back on course. How do you feel about that, Leah? Yeah,
1: I feel, well, I want to ask Arlene how she feels about this. But when I first learned that I was a projector, I was like, oh, dang it. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't very excited. And I'll, I'll, I know a lot of people who get excited when they hear about their design. And I was just like, yeah, there's a lot of things that make sense now. <laughs> and it just really was uh eye-opening for me. And then when I when I learned that like we should wait for the invitation, I was like, okay, that's like a, the clearest sign ever that you know the direction that I want to go in isn't where I am now. And I had to re I had to steer off into a different path. And that really was an interesting path altogether itself so how did you feel when you read wait for the
0: invitation
2: oh I, honestly when I read my chart in general I was just like
0: this sucks like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's every projector honestly I have like, yeah. had projectors tell me when i have done reading for them they're like I cried like I yeah. Straight yeah. Up cried the first Why? time and I'm like Why? I thought I was a projector. I tell this to Leah all the time. I'm like, I because I actually have a lot of projected gates and channels. So I'm like, and I have an undefined root and a completely open throat. So I'm like, well, I don't have a lot of, I don't always have a lot of energy. And then I'm like, and nobody sees me. So I must be a projector. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, a yeah, I was generator.
2: not, not happy at all. <sighs> So I, I think I it's even hard. told Leah, I was like, I don't really like this. Can I be something different? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can I choose something else? Like, I don't know. Do you have your right birth time? Maybe try a different one. <laughs> no idea.
0: Just, just plug in a completely different one.
1: On now. Yeah. yeah just, we'll just try something else. Um, so that'll lead us into the next question. If it's okay, we go into our questions now or did we? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'm just really excited about yeah, asking questions I feel like we should like, just
0: talk how we want to talk and whatever's supposed to come through is meant okay. to come through for now so yeah yeah just dive right that was in.
1: a that was a good um starting point because like I feel like that's can be confirming for some people too like there's a lot of deconditioning that we go through and letting go of stuff that we've carried for so long and when you learn about your design like you can really walk away from stuff that's not yours to carry anymore and like kind of move on from all of the things that people have been telling you that you're supposed to be doing like your version this was for me like success is a projector's like ultimate goal and but it's their version of success it's right. not somebody else's version of success and that's also another really empowering thing is like when i feel successful you know it's not somebody else saying You know, you have a four-bedroom house and a white picket fence and a golden retriever. And, you know, like that's a different version of, or a billionaire, like that's success. But maybe that is for a projector, but it's not necessarily, you know, you're not setting that goal based on somebody else. So, um, but, so the first question that we wanted to ask was what piqued your interest um, to begin learning about human design?
2: Um, so I actually was following Leah for a few years, um, before she even started like really digging deep into human design. And, um, when, when I decided to basically start coaching, um, I had kind of, put that so like so forefront that I had stopped looking at Leah's profile when which is right around the same time that she actually started like really digging deep into human design um so around January or February I kind of was like what happened to Leah like I don't really see her anymore (laughs) and so I looked at her profile and um I started noticing that she was doing this thing called human design and I was like what is that like that sounds interesting. And I I knew that she had done tarot before and um, I was super interested in her tarot reading. So I was like, okay, this is probably going to be super cool. So let me look into it. So I looked at my body graph and I found out I was a projector, which is when I found out that I was like super bummed about that. But, (laughs) 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 Um, and so I guess like just watching Leah and seeing where she was, you know, with, with her frustration, I don't know, like six months prior to that Mm -hmm. and seeing where she was at this point in time and noticing the difference between her attitude that I was like, okay, this, this is super cool. I really need to like learn more about this and really support Leah in this because this is something that she's super passionate about. And so that's kind of, I guess, how I got interested in it.
0: I love that story. <laughs> well, I, I just learned that story and I really, <laughs> I I know. really enjoy that like like thoroughly. Yeah. I feel like to me, like looking at it from the outsider, like that's projector, a projector being recognized. Like mm-hmm. that's what that's what that looks like to be like seen, right? Because that's like one of the biggest things that I feel like you guys like harbor within you is the feeling that like I have so much to offer because you guys do but people don't recognize you and I think like what you were doing before Leah was a conditioned version of who you are and that 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 was harder to probably um get the attention that you actually deserved because you weren't living as your full self
1: yeah. And Arlen and I had followed each other for a long, a long time before, before that, like couple, it was a couple of years, like at least yeah. a few years, I think, because yeah. you weren't even pregnant then, I don't mm-hmm. believe. So it was like this whole, you know, we, we were, we talked and we kind of had a, you know, an Instagram friendship as you might call it beforehand. And so I think that's really cool that, um, you know, it's kind of led us to here, which who would have thought
0: right that's yeah. and I feel like when you're like on the right path all of a sudden like you know people just start gravitating yeah. towards yeah. you yeah so I love that story so let's let's go to that such a good How story do you want to say on that Arlen or do you want to move on to yeah I just want to make sure
1: uh no I think I'm good on that okay um, and so the second question is, what are some things that you have put into practice since discovering your chart? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the first thing that we that I learned about
2: was, you know, other than being a projector, was my um, environment, which is mountains. And
0: um, if painted the, if, okay, just which, I want to write this, this, this yeah. right now. So when Arlen came on <laughs> and I saw her background, I was like, whoa, is that like, is that wallpaper? Cause it's really cool. And I was like, and then I realized that it was like the mountains and then also the valleys. And then she said that this was her son's bedroom, like that she painted that you painted. And it's so pretty. So please, if you're only listening to this, you guys need to stop because you're missing a lot right now. You're missing you know, <laughs> and you're missing this background. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it's great. So go ahead, talk about, I'm sorry. I just, I had to acknowledge that background.
2: Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, So as soon as I found out I was mountains, like this was the first thing that I was actually super excited about because I knew it in my bones that that was right. You know, Ah, like I have, I grew up in the mountains. You know, I didn't live in the mountains, but I spent my summers there with my grandparents. um, Both- You know, my great-grandparents had a cottage out there, and then my grandmother moved out there. Um, So I I literally spent almost every single summer, at least a week or two, in the mountains, and I loved it. I used to, like, just wander around behind their house in the woods and Mm -hmm. climb through the creeks. And, I mean, it was just, that was where I felt peace, you know? yeah. Um, And then... My dad's a retired Marine, so we moved all over the place. And when we moved to Okinawa, there was actually what was considered a mountain on an island <laughs> um, that there was an airplane on top of. It, I don't, I think it was a crash or something like that. And I remember thinking, I need to get up there one day. <laughs> um... <laughs> like, I have to make it up to the top of this mountain to go check out this airplane crash. Um, we never did find it, but we did try. And, um, I don't know, like, I just, my husband and I are actually talking about moving back to the mountains or at least trying to somehow make something like that work. Um, because I, I do feel so much peace there and I really want to feel that peace again. Like, even if I have to live in a 400 square foot home, (laughs) I will be fine. Like it will not be a problem.
0: It's true. I, and I feel like that's such a perfect word to describe when you're in your correct environment is peace. Because I just moved to my correct environment. It's been almost a year now. I had friends that are like, how long have you been there? And I'm like, almost a year. They're like, what? I thought it was like <laughs> yesterday. I'm like, okay. Um, but, but yeah, moving here, it's like all of a sudden, it's like when you're in your right environment, just like everything makes sense. Just your body feels right. Your mind feels right. You start having the right interactions with the right people. Like I I'm kitchens. And so I, I recently started going to this wellness center because of my back and I met um, a chiropractor there that I'm not going to do a reading for. So I'm just like, and like they, they knew about human design when I went in there, like, (laughs) that's great. That's crazy. (laughs) That's crazy to me. So that's how, when you start having those kind of interactions, that's when you know you're in the right environment. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like environment was a big thing for me once I finally learned it too, because I, I'm a reflector body. I don't know what type of body do you have, Arlen?
2: If I looked at the right thing, I think I'm also a reflector body. I don't know if I looked at the right thing though. Um,
0: no, the... Your body is still um, self-project um, self-projected because um, you're it's your your only well one of your channels. No, you have two channels. That one is the conscious ones, in your unconscious. Um, so um, yeah, you should probably be both both self-projected. Hold on, let me okay. check. let me double check that I got that right. No, wait. Oh, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, I I. I Mm, Yeah, you're a reflector mind.
1: She is reflector. Yeah.
0: So you do. You have a reflector mind. So the personality part of you, um, like the I feel like people that are reflector minds, like it takes sometimes a second to process, like because it's like entering, it's like entering you, and it's like a little bit, a, a little bit, like you need to just like wait a second, you know. And also, you might. I've noticed for myself, when I really don't get the definite yes to my sacral, that like my body is not ready. And for you, it might be your mind, your mind is not ready, because you reflect your mind. And it's almost like it needs to catch up to itself. You know what I mean? And for me, I need to, I, my body just like, I can't move, like, I just can't physically move. And for you, it might be more mental.
2: Yeah. I would say that that's, that's probably accurate. I remember my dad, when I was a kid, he would want, again, my dad's a retired Marine. He was an officer in the Marine Corps. He would want an immediate response. Mm. You know, just, mm. <laughs> it's just what, it's what happens. Like, uh, and I would, sacral, I would With that safe,
0: mm-hmm. with that, with that undefined sacral, Leah loves my little analogy of the the, the, the preheat the oven I preheat
1: the oven <laughs> it's like
0: doesn't quite takes a little bit of time for it to it's a really out. old <laughs> oven <laughs> well it's 10 minutes I feel like some, like I used to I used to tell Leah sometimes she would look at my um, when I would write her messages and she would look at them and then she would on un- unread them and think that I didn't see <laughs>
1: So I thought true. if it Go unread back. it, then it, it wouldn't show the other person that it was read. I thought it would, like, take that message away. So, like, they couldn't see that I saw the message. So, I'm, like, totally offending, like, hundreds of people by <laughs> unreading their messages. Like, how many people did I do that to? <laughs> I do that to so many people. I thought it did the same thing. So, <laughs> well, now, you know, <laughs> it only unreads it for oh. you. Well, the generators are, like, shaking Because yeah, I, I need... On my end, I need the notification to be there so that I can come back to it and like right. set the intention to like have time and space to re- reply, which yeah. is difficult.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's what I'm saying. It takes you guys a second. Like all non say girls, this is not mm-hmm. speaking just for you guys as projectors. Like I'm talking to the manifestors. Mm-hmm. They they can trick you though. The manifestors have tricked me into thinking they're generators because they really do want to be a generator. And like, that's like the number one, I feel like if you could switch, it's like, if you could switch signs, like most manifestors Mm -hmm. would say generator. Um, And they can trick you because sometimes they'll respond pretty quickly, especially if they have like a left brain, they might respond, but I feel like projectors And reflectors can also trick you because that depends on their conditioning and they could be Mm -hmm. conditioned from their caretakers who were like generators. So they might be a little bit more snappy, but I feel like projectors. I notice I'm like, you guys can respond in five years. And I'm like, I forgot (laughs) about that
1: well and Aquarius both of us Aquarius (laughs) Aquarius is like I don't know I forgot literally anybody's messages like they just (laughs) go away and it's so funny when I see people I've shared that in my stories before I'm like I'm so called out right now (laughs) oops it's just a thing
2: I think it also like for me doesn't help that um oh lord I've got my chart pulled up here. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, I have a problem oh. too. <laughs> <laughs> my determination. So everything is left for
0: me. Right, and... I did notice that. That was the first <laughs> thing I said to Leah because I haven't seen, I've seen an all left person in a while. Usually there's all these, like I'm basically quad left, but I have one right variable. And I was like, oh, all quad left, <laughs> interesting.
2: Yeah, so everything's left. And I have, um consecutive determination which I don't think helps my Mm, (laughs) happiness which is actually something else that I've implemented since learning is consecutive so
0: my son my son my oldest son is also consecutive and I noticed and I and tell me Arlen if you if you used to do this or if you still kind of do this I would say can you go clean up the toys and he would one toy at a time pick up one <laughs> toy. I'm like, Milo, you can carry multiple, right multiple toys at one time. Every one toy into the, I'm like, come back. I'm like, you've got more hands. You have two hands, two, <laughs> one toy. I'm like this boy. And when I have to tell him to do something, he'll be like, whoa, whoa, whoa tell me the first thing and that's it. And then let me do that. And then tell me the second and then I'll do that. I can't, I can't do I too many things at once. So
2: I need you to write down a list. If you don't want me coming back to you, you need to write down a list so that I can check it off. Like yes. that's what I need. <laughs> so I can just be like, okay, we're going to work on this. And I can't move to the next thing until I've done the first thing, yes. which used to drive yeah. my boss crazy. He would come in and he'd be like, no, no, I need you to stop doing this and do this. And I'm like, uh,
0: no, what? is that to know <laughs> though? Right. Because it's yeah. like, and you said yeah. something earlier when we were talking before we got on here that like you said something like I was all, I was already, I, I was already doing that at some point in my life, or it felt yeah. like I resonated with it. And it's what I said was that it's really like when you were a kid. Like it's like your design, you need to look at it as if like the five-year-old you or the four-year-old you or whatever younger age you can remember where you were like the least deconditioned or least conditioned. I'm sorry, not the least deconditioned.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> the um, most. the mo- mm-hmm. Yeah. Like where you, you had little to no conditioning at that point and you were just like living freely. And like, usually your determination is that like, for me, I'm calm. And I used to try to eat alone in my room, which my husband thinks is like the weirdest thing in the world. He's like, why do you have to go eat like by yourself? And I'm like, cause I eat your aura. (laughs) 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 And these are the things I tell my husband. He's like, I married you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I wasn't lying. I'm just becoming more myself now. And I feel like that's what your determination really helps you do. Because it really deconditions your brain. And so how do you feel now, like, trying to honor that more? Um, I mean, I think I'm still kind
2: of learning it. And that's actually one of the things that I think my husband and I kind of struggle with. Because... Um, his determination is closed, which I, I actually don't, I'm still confused by the whole closed thing, but he does not understand that I can only do one thing at a time. So when, when I'm like on my phone and he asks me a question, I, I actually snap at him because he's pulled me out of something that I'm focusing on instead of him going, Arlen, can I ask you a question? Like, He He just jumped
0: into the question. Yeah. I feel like as a projector, he should know better, but I know that he doesn't (laughs) know. But he he does human design. But yeah, yeah, I feel like, especially if you you said a great keyword, which was focus and your quad left and Mm -hmm. that basically anybody, and just so people are like, what are you people talking about? We are talking about the variables right now. I just want to like, throw in some (laughs) terms because I know a lot of people might be at the beginning of their journey here and maybe you've heard of variables but you don't know what they are we are actually talking about variables and they are the four part of the four transformations that really align you to your correct path so you you can then honestly align to your authority and make the best decisions for yourself and um Arlen actually came to you came to the determination class right is that I did yeah yeah yeah, and I I feel like um we we really like dove into all of them and it's almost like definitely start with yours. Like under trying to understand your husband's before like when you're just like starting to figure yours out. You know, and you're still at the beginning. Like it's really about the authority. If you can learn to connect your voice to me, did we say that you were a self project projector just so people know Yes, yeah. yeah. we
1: said it, yeah. We haven't we didn't talk about it much.
0: Yeah. And you said I, you were a little, you were you're you're still working on that part too. So and what so what what's trip let's talk about that for a second then. What's tripping yeah. you up about about your authority? I think it's actually it's
2: mostly like as a kid, you know, I was like most of our generation was told that children should be seen and not heard. Mm. And I think that because of that, I'm just like, well, I'm just not going to talk. Like in big group settings, honestly, it's probably somewhere in my chart as well. But like in big group settings, unless I've got something like really important to say, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to sit there and I'm just going to listen to you guys. Um, I'm gonna nod my head, but I'm not even gonna say like yes or you know mm -hmm, or anything like that. I'm literally just gonna sit there.
0: (laughs) You're you're a projector. You're not gonna be making this. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's very projectory. Uh
2: huh.
0: Without actually
2: saying it. And so, like, I'm just even when I'm sitting by myself, like, I don't really want to talk out loud to myself.
0: I feel well, like I that, might sound a little you, crazy when you <laughs> when you are speaking whether it's to yourself or to somebody else do you do you hear can you hear your authority do you feel it do you, are you so what's happening for you in those times when you're when you are connecting to your authority
2: yeah so <clears throat> when I am connecting to it I I'm I am literally like I, I do this really well with my mom most of the time um, where I'm talking and she's listening and she doesn't really, sometimes she does, but most of the time she doesn't really offer up like a solution. You know, she just kind of like lets me talk. And I think a lot of women in my family actually do this where we're just like talking things out. We're just trying to figure it out the best we can. And then we go, okay, I got it.
0: I know the answer. I don't Mm -hmm. need your help. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because it's not about the other part. I feel like that if if every um, self-projected and also mental projectors, because there's, it's just coming from a different place, right? Of where it's connected to, but it really is for you guys about your voice, but you, it's really more about connected to your, your path, your correct path. Like if I can identify with where I'm at in my life in the direction that I'm going, and I can honor that within me, then I, I know that I'm, I'm, I'm making the right choice or making the right decision, Right. Um, And the only way, because your authority is connected to your throat, the only way for you to really know if it's correct for you to honor that is to actually speak it out. And, um, but it doesn't matter what the other person is saying, never care about what the other person is saying. Um, I have, I have a, a good friend that's a mental projector and I just talked to her last week and it's just. I can hear when you guys are working stuff out like I can hear it and you're like oh wait I've come to a resolution I don't, I'm gonna get off the phone now <laughs> like, it's it's done and I think that you like it's really gonna be about for you deconditioning that part of being seen and not heard which is the worst thing you can probably tell to a mental or self-projected projector or even or even ego ego projector or manifestor too, all, all connected authorities, all connected to the throat, the throat. throat) One thing I've recently
2: realized when it comes to, and I don't know if this is working or not, but it feels right is, um, I have recently realized that using my tarot cards to kind of work things out. Mm -hmm. It's almost like my tarot cards are my voice. So I'm not physically speaking, which doesn't really like, I don't know. It doesn't sound right when I say it, but for whatever reason, when I'm like looking at my cards and just like, okay, this is helping me work through that. And then like being able to write
0: out my thoughts. I think, okay. I, that was what I'm I was just, just about to ask you. So I'm so glad you said that. I was going to say, well, what about after you pull the cards, are you then connecting to your voice? Because I think even just, a pen in your hand and writing out your 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 expression, right? You're you're being able to express yourself. And that's what lives in the G center really is expression, right? Expression of self. And so if you're able to express yourself and just get all of that those those feelings out there, those thoughts, whatever's coming to you in that moment, I think that is another great way to connect to your authority. So I'm honestly glad that you shared that. Like don't and like and and that's what I, you know what I love is that we're going to be doing more of this kind of stuff when we actually build a subscription where we're actually talking human design to each other so that you can like, be like, well, how does this sound? Something that I do uniquely that maybe another self-projected projector is not going to do, but does this, like, what do you guys feel about this? Like, is this, and it really, then it's asking yourself though, how do I actually feel? And I, Mm -hmm. I think you already know the answer for that, but it's nice to get confirmation sometimes yeah and I almost never
2: go back and look at it literally never at all the (laughs) journals that I've ever written and I've thrown them all away
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's 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 funny to look back sometimes you're like wow yeah who was that (laughs) well
1: it's fun to use tarot to kind of connect to different things in general because you can always no matter what the card's are you will always find something in your life that it connects to in that moment so it's really helpful in confirming when you do pull cards that you're like holy cow like that's what I needed and then you can kind of either speak it or journal it or whatever feels good for you I think that's all it's like kind of like maybe it's the process that you need to do right now to start using your authority like you have to find the people that you can or yourself or your mom to to speak that out to and you're finding that path but it might it's not going to be like instant even though we'd like it to be for some people it might be but we're all different so yeah
0: definitely yeah I think that's the whole point of yeah of human design is just we call it
1: an experiment right yeah
0: it's an experiment (laughs) differentiation unique being uniqueness whatever words you want to use they all mean the same thing it's just Mm -hmm. you being you at the end of the day that's it keep it keep it simple um did you say there was one more question or was
1: yeah so we have one more question and how has this impacted the way that you parent or any specific things, examples that you think would, are, were in relationships with anyone in general? Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, it has hugely impacted how I parent um, to the point where it actually flows out of me onto my sister. Because <laughs> <laughs> for whatever reason with my sister, I cannot hold back my whole project herself like she never invites me in and I'm just like and <laughs> she also never listens
0: to me so it's all futile like <laughs> well you gotta wait for that invitation Arlene I know <laughs> even though I do believe though and I, I tell this to Leah and I feel like she doesn't believe me I say you have an open invitation like I feel like when someone tells you they have an open invitation I'm like I'm always like so what do you what do you think, Leah? I need I need your opinion. I'm like, yeah. the one with the opinion. I'm over here like just talking a bunch of stuff. I need to know your opinion. She's like, oh, I'm invited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's 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 a ride. This this life. Yeah, and called living being human that we're on.
1: So, does your sister have kids too, or?
2: Yes. So she just yeah. had her first boy um, or her first kid in general um, in June. I think it was June 23rd. And he actually, I just found this out and I'm super excited about it, so I'm gonna share it with you guys. Um, so I have gate 16 and nobody in my family has gate 48, but her son has the full channel. And I I texted her and I was like, your son's gonna be a freaking creative genius. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome.
0: Like what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> there is a yeah. lot of create creative expression that runs through that channel and it's like really um like they're just like gifted in something mm-hmm. like they have a craft mm-hmm. some something that is going to present itself and they're just going to be naturally good at it and mm-hmm. it's really about honoring it and what's so what's his type
2: uh he is a emotional manifesting generator
1: Hmm. that's Um, cool actually before uh, you even asked that i was like i bet he's a manifesting generator i don't know why i I thought that but that like creativity like that's cool to have that channel and be a manifesting generator because you can really tap into like doing anything you want like just do the things yeah yeah
0: yeah
2: yeah I'm pretty excited about that
0: that's cool and you have a completely open spleen so he gives you a defined spleen when you're with him do you have anybody else Mm -hmm. in your family like your son or your husband that give you a defined spleen
2: um that is a good question I don't oh yes so I have
0: gate 58 my husband has he actually has that full channel fifty eight eighteen. so then yeah anyone that does have a defined spleen even if you don't like bridge a gate with them you'll still have access to it you're just gonna what happens is you're pulling from those hanging gates then you're gonna experience really that first before you experience what that full channel has to offer you because that's like you're learning right anywhere where you're open is where you're learning but for you Yours is completely open, so.
2: Yeah, and my son, all of his centers are defined except for, is it his sacral? No. What What's the triangle over here? Uh-huh. Not uh-huh.
1: Solar, <laughs> plexus. The the solar plexus? There's a little one? The
2: no. little one
0: or the big one? The big oh. one. That's solar plexus.
2: Yeah, so he does not have he has an undefined solar plexus
1: everything else is defined
2: so
0: he completes oh, wow. me in like, a lot of places yeah that's awesome so yeah i i have that with my my children too and it's like sometimes like because my son my older son's a manifester i'm like can i borrow your throat for a second <laughs> <laughs> but he said to right. me, like I finally like wh- you know what the cutest thing is is when your kids start speaking human design back to you because I thought all these years he's been ignoring me and he said mm-hmm. and he we started having a conversation about the sacral the other day and about how he he needs to take breaks with being having an undefined sacral and I was like I know you move really fast and you do a lot of things but you feel like he's like, but I sometimes don't want to do anything. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, you yeah. have, you have to say, okay, I need to take a break. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, it's okay to take breaks. And I feel like that's like this new generation and, and really what human design is all about it. Like Rahu says that it's for the children, like literally it's for the kids. Like it's just a bonus for us to honestly be able to experience it right now, but it's really about the children that are coming into the world right now. And to have my son really honoring his design both my kids like um really honoring their designs like and, and nurturing that part of them i think is the most rewarding I, I guess about human design and then he said to me after we we're talking about his sacral he goes so do generators pass manifestors in a race <laughs> <laughs> so i was like cute. you are listening you are <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: One of the things when I found out that I like, so when I was younger, I never really wanted kids. Like I kind of hated kids. <laughs> and as I got older, they were really annoying because I was a lifeguard. So just mm-hmm. like they yeah. running on the pool and they don't listen. And like, <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: but as I got older, I realized I actually have a real desire to have children because I want to pass on the knowledge that I have, like, mm-hmm you know, nobody else listens to me. Maybe they will. (laughs) (laughs) Projector. (laughs) That'll happen or not, but. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So one of the things that I said was, one of the things that i really want to do as a parent is i really 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 want to focus on allowing them to be who they are meant to be Mm -hmm. that was before i even found out about human design i want my children to be exactly who they
0: are meant to be i don't we're all going to be conditioned at some point i mean we all all will always be conditioned As long as you go in the presence of another, unless you want to go live on the top of a mountain by yourself, (laughs) which I'm sure sometimes you do, uh, (laughs) that, yeah, you're going to be conditioned in some way, shape or form.
2: Yeah. But I really, really, really want to try my best to not allow that conditioning to come from me as often. (laughs)
0: Well, I think it's the awareness of it. Like once you see, Mm -hmm. like when I can see myself pulling from my open centers and trying to be them, that's when I need to be like, okay, hold on. Like, I know that there's a lesson in here somewhere why I'm being confronted with this information. It's always to gain wisdom in some way. And I think when you can do that, then it kind of lessens the power over it. Right. Because you, yeah. you, we feed yeah. it power by trying to be it instead of just seeing it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, and it gives you like a sense of like stillness to be able to be just in recognition. You don't always, I mean, to be, we're human, like to completely honor who you are 24 seven. I mean, you hope, hopefully, after like the seven, to eight year period of when you're supposed to be deconditioning, but I don't even know what that will look like i'm in four years and i mean some days i'm like i got it guys i got it i'm my true self i figured it all out i i i know what i'm doing and then the next time i'm like oh fuck like i (laughs) don't know what's i i every everybody sucks everything sucks and then you go down (laughs) that whole list right so it's just like honoring those days that you have that yeah
2: yeah Well, I just love the fact that I, you know, I basically found this when Neil was four months old. Oh, wow. So he wasn't even really like communicating yet, not in the way that, you know, any of us would understand. (laughs) Um, But I will say with him being, so he's a pure generator and his yeses and noes, which he's still not talking by the way.
0: Yeah. But his yeses ah. and
2: noes are strong
0: yes that boy Mm
2: -hmm. like if he doesn't want kisses from you guess what you get in a hand in the face
0: (laughs) (laughs) my generator is the same way it's so interesting to have a manifester and like I used to like I like, why like the no response thing I'd be like are you there are you in there (laughs) is there anybody in there and then when I had my generator it's like wait till these like really start I'm sure they've started at this point like just when they're not speaking but you can ask them yes or no questions to a generator and they already know the head nods like I like yeah. to show it sometimes in my stories because I think it's hilarious like he's just starting to actually talk now but he'll still even when he says yes he's still like this yes and mm-hmm. there's just a lot of that my, my my older one I'd be like Milo do you want to do this he'd be like <laughs> I'm like, like, did you, did you hear what I said? Oh yeah, yeah, I heard you. I was like, do you want to respond? It's just like that. I gotta, gotta preheat that oven, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like this is probably a great place to to end. Um, on on this note, I feel like we yeah. we got to talk about our kids. Do you want to say anything about your kids, Leah? since you you also have two kids we all have
1: kids on here we all have kids on here i think it's just fun to like learn about it and to be able and like you were saying arwen like not condition them with the things that maybe we've been conditioned so we're sort of like breaking that chain of um like the stuff that we've learned that is you know like push through everything you know burn out work harder do this and we're not only as like we're learning human design but we're learning as like a world right now, like a lot of those old ways aren't working anymore. And so we're kind of building that new place for them to start to work with their chart or however that's going to work for them. Cause like, they're not going to be like, what gate is that in mom? I mean, they could, but I don't know. Um, but it's just cool to kind of like raise them in their own way, because I have a manifesting generator and a projector an emotional projector. Mm-hmm. So they're both completely different. Yeah. And just the way that they, that I've raised them both, like Liv was always the manifesting generator. She's always just been easy to distract. And she was, she could just like, you know, here's the next thing. She's like, cool. Here's the next thing. Cool. We can do a hundred things. She can do it really fast. She can learn really quickly. She's done all this stuff. And then the emotional projector is just like screaming at me. I'm like, okay, like a completely different thing altogether. You can't distract her. She's very dead set on things. Um, So I'm working on like inviting her into things and, and letting her move through that emotional wave because it's a heavy one. It's a very heavy one. So it's, it's really, and that allows her to understand that, you know, as a kid, like I have emotions, I have emotions and it's okay to use them and but to work through them and not identify and you know all the different things that we learn that we can teach them so that they can move forward feeling good about themselves and not feeling like you're supposed to be this and that so oh my I god know, I, yeah I hope, should be you know, my,
0: my, my <laughs> mom and my my brother were our um, are, are, are emotionals and i don't have any emotionals that i live with now other than i do make the 59.6 emotional channel with my husband. So that I feel is actually hilarious. I've gotten to the point where I just think it's comedy at this point. And I, I used to like be past the little ping pong ball back and forth. And now I'm just like, no, if you really want to hold it, I'll let you hold it. I'm not holding this. This is not mine. It's not yours either, (laughs) but you can have it if that's what you want. Like there's been times like this is my high planets in Sagittarius I physically run away from him physically like I can't be near you running <laughs> we're also in our early
2: 20s so that's there's that yeah um, my dad used to tell me I would bury my head in the sand I was an ostrich he used to call me an ostrich
1: <laughs> I used to hide underneath chairs and tables and <laughs> my stepdad is an emotional protector and he's that's his earliest memory of me is like hiding under chairs and tables. I'm like, Oh, it makes sense. I didn't want to be in the confrontation. I was gone.
0: (laughs) It's really important for open or just non emotionals in general to, to be able to have that time alone after they've been in the presence of an emotional and realize that whatever you're feeling in this moment, like just wait till the next day. Like when you are in the presence of an emotional, you then take their wave. And so then you have to go through a waiting process too. So it's like, remove yourself if you can, like center yourself and then ask your authority. Because if you try to do it within the presence of an emotional, you're not going to get the clear clear answer.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Crystal and I are really here as defined hearts to provide value to you with our unique insights. If you have found any of this episode valuable to you, we ask that you share with a friend, tag us with a highlight on Instagram and write us a review so we can reach more people. Human design and astrology are tools to guide us toward our transformation. You are a unique and beautiful being and we encourage you to let that light inside of you shine bright. See you in the next episode, friends.